Hello, lovely humans. Let's talk about how wonderful the world is. Are you mad? It's bloody awful out there. It's just the worst. Blast off. Hello, everyone. Oh, hi. Welcome. <laughs> Doing I'm... my sexy voice. Are you? Is no. That, is that the episode today? Wow. I was listening to, somebody told me to listen to Fresh Air on NPR. Mm. And it's... Uh, Terry Gross is mm -hmm. the hostess. Isn't she like the original sweaty balls? She is like a hundred percent. The first thing I thought was like, oh, that's the NPR voice. Yes. It's her. Anyway, I didn't find the show that entertaining. I don't think it is. It wasn't as good as I some other NPR shows have been. Oh, so, I know. I'm looking for a new podcast. Oh, I thought join. that's why I started watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> hey, ouch. By the way, you guys, this is just the worst podcast. This is your first episode. And probably your last since Valentina just quit. Uh, yeah. Great. Now what we are we going to do? We had her come back and that's yes. Two episodes in. That's mm -hmm. it. We're done. It's my Eagles final tour. We can't do that because we are now part of a podcast We're network. network. That's so fancy. everybody go check out podbelly.com. Mm -hmm. If for nothing else than to see little Kevin Bacon, because he's the best he pretty cute. logo that has ever been logoed. Yes. And they also have a lot of other um, great podcasts there, and yes. a lot of informational content. And there will be more coming. So uh, we're super stoked. Yeah, if you think you got that. the hardworking chops to make your own podcast. Yeah, they can help you do it. Good luck. Yes. Takes dedication. Hours of homework. Hours of hard work. Research. Oh, the documentation. I had I had a new idea for this podcast. Did you I tell don't. me more? <laughs> <laughs> well, because I know we're both really busy now that you don't have a job. Yeah. And, yeah. So I know we don't have that much time to do research. So I was thinking it'd be fun if we just picked a topic and then only did 30 minutes of research and then had to figure it out from there. I think that's superb. We might have to try that next week. Yeah, just see what happens. But I did like a whole hour's worth of research for this episode. What? I know, it's crazy. How, how? So wait, when, is, when was your last day of work? Um, you haven't been off for a week, have you? Yeah. Have you really? Yeah. Last so, Sunday when we recorded was my first day. I didn't have to get up for work. Ah. So what are you going to do with all your time? I don't know, but I like it. When are you going to start looking for another job? <laughs> I mean, I'm low-key doing it and I have been doing it for months. That's true, yeah. So I just, I feel like I got to find something that I'm just super stoked about and then pin all my hopes and dreams to that. That's the way to thing. do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I no, find that works then, out really well. Um, I still really want to go work up in wine country oh still yeah. my be in my bonnet about uh -huh. that so everyone told mary to get me a job there um mostly i'm watching tv i'm drinking some alcohol eating some edibles eating some foods lost zero weight well i mean I that like, doesn't oh, sound like the perfect I can diet go to the gym <laughs> and eat better and i just sit here all day and i'm like oh i'm hungry again damn it <laughs> <laughs> it's really it's the worst i'm the worst i find that if i do not go to the gym like first thing in the morning i am not going to the gym Ugh. i know it's just like everything i will let everything get in the way oh for sure so i have to either get up and but that's how i am when i'm asleep also 
you cannot get me out of that bed for much. No, you know, like if I text you before like noon, I'm pretty, I'm like, well, she might still be asleep for another couple hours. So that is wise. I'm not going to hold my breath waiting for Valentina to get back. Yeah, I've been getting some good sleep in. Well, that's good. How many hours a night do you think you're getting these days? <laughs> 10. Solid 10 or 11. Oh, that's not so many. I got a good five last night. Ooh. My fucking cat. Mm. Just, it doesn't matter. It's it, like the longest he can wait is 6 a.m. And then he's just in my ear. Interesting. Even if Wake you... up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Is it a food thing? Yes. Why don't you just put out food for him the night before? Because he'll eat it. Oh, interesting. They, I don't know what has gotten into him. He he didn't used to eat this much. And now he's just powering through every God. bit of food we give him. I know. I don't know what's happening. And he's not gaining weight. Uh-oh. But he's just eating like a monster trying to eat himself to death but he i don't know he just seems to really like his food all the time <laughs> i don't know what happened he's kind of new renewed he's pleased on life i think so and then we're gonna move him and he's gonna have an absolute fucking fit until he gets to catch a scorpion and then he's gonna be stoked if there's a scorpion in our house <laughs> i'm moving i bet <laughs> i bet there's so many snakes there's a lot of snakes out Ooh. there Yes, I've been told to snake-proof the house, which does not. What give does me that comfort. entail? I don't know. Uh, Take out the snake door. There's a guy, Josh, that's in the SK group that does that for a living, and he's snake like, "You proofing. need to snake-proof your house." That's adorable. He does well. He doesn't just. He does like pest control gotcha. in a. I will get the snake out of your whatever ah, garage fantastic. type of thing, or like. There's wild raccoons living in your closet. I'll come get them. Get them and love them. I know. I would, too. They're so cute. So cute. And baby skunks. Oh, God, yeah. Baby everything. Yeah. Baby bobtail squid are my new thing. Bobtail squid? So adorable. I don't know if I've seen one of those. They're like the... It's like when you picture a drawing of a little baby squid with, like, just a big head and a little... Oh, I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah, do it. Hmm... Mm-hmm. Okay. There was something else I was going to mention on this here podcast in the intro, and I forgot what it was. Um, Don't know. No. Yeah. Oh, well. Sorry, guys. Yeah. You're last week, last week just went by so fast, and I realized it's the middle of August, and I'm moving in like a month and a half. Yeah. It like, feels what like the things fuck? are closing in. Oh, my God. In such a major way, it's freaking me out all of a sudden. <sighs> when do you move? Uh, we're planning for the end of September. Oh, interesting. But we have our apartment for two months after that. Oh, party. So I'm thinking it'll be a little bit back and forth. But then, yeah, I don't know. But That's like, so wild. You're just going to be out there. Uh-uh. I know. Ian's out there right now. Ian basically moved on Friday. Mm-hmm. He packed up his car and he Left got in behind. it and he drove to New Mexico. That's wild. Yeah. And he keeps saying, well, I might come back, but I might not. Yeah. I'm like, oh, all right. Well, I guess I'll just get rid of all this other stuff in the house then. But yeah, so we have to get rid of everything in our apartment. Whoa. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Don't bring it here. No. You, I mean, I was thinking like, oh, I'll see if Valentina needs any of this. And then I thought Valentina doesn't need any of no, this. No, she needs a flamethrower in yes. here. We need to take fill the truck up with that it's stuff so, then come over here and fill your stuff. It's so shitty though because my mom keeps giving away like important furniture items oh, to no. their like heirlooms? real daughter yeah the one like with i'll the kids? be yeah like yeah. i'll be at her, her house and i'm like uh isn't that my parents mirror from the dining room she's like yeah and i'm like what 
Loki so upset about it, but I don't have anywhere to put the stuff. So she's always like, I'm thinking about giving Eileen your old doll house. And I'm like, Mom! <laughs> you hold it? on to those forever. What is wrong with your mom? She has no sentimental value. You know to what your I've realized? Childhood. Is that she's essentially like a country version of Lucille Bluth. <laughs> <laughs> like I saw this tweet. Someone had just retweeted the screenshot of her saying, Well, they didn't sneak into this country to be your friends. <laughs> don't even know what it's from but it's so magical and that sounds exactly like my mother now oh man she was telling me because of course why not live near a prison uh so she's like you mean to tell me that you think all of those prisoners over in that prison did not come here illegally all of them? And I was like, wow, <laughs> that's a lot. You think all of them came here illegally? I was like, huh? who are you? <laughs> she literally volunteered for Catholic Big Brothers for years. There are pictures in our home that are bigger than portraits of myself, which nothing should ever be bigger. Like, you know how you should never be taller than, what is it, the Pope or something? What is that from? You should... I I don't know. Your head should never be higher than like the king. Or the something. king, yeah. yeah. So see. my portrait should always be the Fuck biggest. The Pope. But uh, it's not because the two little girls that she tutored in Catholic Big Brothers <laughs> are on the wall in their like quinceanera outfits. And I'm like, how are you the same person? Do you think that they, you know, came here to join MS13? <laughs> no, they were already a part of MS13 and they snuck over here it's to create ridiculous. chaos and yes. start a race war. Take California back for Mexico. Seriously. And I was like, Mom, <laughs> who are you? I just saw something not too long ago about like mourning for the people who's who have lost their parents to Fox News. Yeah, and I swear to God, that's what it is. It's like it just got in there and now they're infected. Really, and yeah, I've read a ton back. of articles about it and yeah. it's absolutely legitimate. And when Fox News turns around and all of a sudden realizes like, oh, Trump isn't going to be president forever. We're going to have to do something different. Mm. It's going to be. Oh, that was what I was going to oh. tell you. Tell I almost got in a Twitter fight, my very first Twitter fight the Welcome. other day. And instead I de-escalated and we became friends. And it was amazing. Whoa. I need the rest. I need the deets. Yeah. So I had posted something about the family, that documentary I was telling you yes. to watch. And, and all I said was that explains so much about why the evangelicals continue to support Trump no matter what he does. Yes, judges. That's all I said. And it's because the whole thing is about how they have this just very weird idea of brotherhood and Christianity and people are put in positions of power by God for a reason and it doesn't matter if like all the bad things they do because God put them there. Mm, so there's this convenient. weird way of forgiving things. I'm like, okay, so that makes sense. And then this guy came on, Mr. You know, like MAGA flags all over his nice. name, right? And he just like, so you fucking California liberals above, like just oh, tore yes. into me. And I was like, dude, why are you so angry? I never said that I was super liberal. I was just saying that, you know, and so then we got into this whole like conversation about like oh, abortion and gun rights and all these different things. And it ended up with like, 
wow, I think we have a lot more in common than I first thought. And I was like, dude, that totally makes my day. And he's like, mine too. And we were both all happy face about it. And then some other lady jumped in and started yelling at him about like, you don't have any right to say anything about abortion because you're a man and you don't fucking know and blah, blah, blah. Get out of here, She was really bitter. Exactly. And that's what I said. I'm like, wow, it's a real bummer to see like an actual conversation devolve into this. How dare you make peace with each other? (laughs) Bless them out there. And we're both like, yeah, lady, leave us alone. Hey, Get out of our conversation. We're forging new friendships <laughs> and building bridges. You Get know, out. but I'm thinking, okay, so who's more likely to be able to have like a civil compromise conversation? Me and him or her and him? Like, yeah, I don't. All she did was just yell at him about what an ignorant ass he was. Like, who's going to listen to you after that? How are you ever supposed to reason with somebody who's just going to hate you because you are so aggressive? Yeah. And I also think that's a bullshit argument. I mean. Which part? Well, that men shouldn't get to have any opinion on abortion. Oh, like, yeah, no. I mean, you can't tell somebody you can't have human. an opinion. I think you can have an opinion. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I don't know that that's really fair I hope you say. have an opinion about it. It's <laughs> kind of a thing. It's a thing, yeah. But, yeah, anyway. I mean, like, I don't want you to kick a cat, but I think you should think that it's bad. Does that? No, that doesn't. Sure. Yeah. No. That's that's good. Which one of these edibles did you uh, eat? Just I <laughs> think it was. It's this rainbow one. I don't know. It's, it's just supposed to give me pride. It was for Pride Month. Aww. Rainbow sorbet. Oh, nice. I don't know if you guys remember the conversation from last week about Valentina getting a prescription for the (laughs) limitless drug. Limitless. So I show up here this week. She's got a calendar up on the wall with things like calendared out. She's got a list of all her edibles, the flavors, and what they're supposed to do posted to the wall. The website gives way better descriptions. (laughs) They're like, oh, this is going to make you feel energized, but also social. But this one's very creative. But then you get the package and it's just like, enjoy this blueberry flavor. And I'm like, oh, that doesn't help me. But also, I'm surprised your books are not yet alphabetized. Yeah, no. Because that needs to happen next if you're on speed. They are grouped. They're grouped. There's reason why they're on the shelf they're on. Not by color. No. Okay. I don't see color. (laughs) <laughs> I couldn't even say that with a straight face. <laughs> oh, that was good. Uh, I like it. No, I'll admit I'm racist. Everyone is. It's uh, yeah. You There's know, a difference in be- between being racist and being like a dick about it. Like I know that I think certain things based on probably n- not tr- 100% truthiness. Probably, yeah, like conjecture and just the way you were raised and lack of yeah. probably uh, exposure to things and whatnot, right? Yeah. And, you know, this is the other thing that I found is that, like, it's very easy to think something about a group of people. Mm-hmm. But when you're actually talking to a person, none well, of those things thing. apply. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. I, was, I was talking to my mom last night about how I very much trust my gut as far as people go. Mm. And, like, if I meet a person... And I just, I, I get a feeling. I don't often get the feeling, which is why I trust it, that, like, this person is not just, you don't want this person in your life. Like, just keep them at this distance, whatever, right? And I always trust it. And I've never regretted trusting that hmm. decision. But I think it's because it, like, hardly ever happens. So when it does, I'm like, have you been wrong? Clearly. Well, I don't know because I don't let them really in my life. But I have been right many times. But have you gotten to know any of the people and been like, oh, I shouldn't have been so harsh? Because mm. I feel like that's something that I do a lot. Yeah. Not necessarily like 
I think they're a bigot or a racist or something. But I'll be like, oh, fuck that person. And no, then I wind up being like, oh, we're best friends. Yeah, no, that can totally happen. Because, well, look, there's two different things to that, right? Like, they say that um, if you meet somebody you don't like, it's because you don't know them well enough. Or because whatever they're doing reminds you of you. Yes. Yes, for sure. And, yeah, and so I try not to judge it on that. But don't you, haven't you ever met a person where you're like, this person is just... There's something wrong with them. Like, they don't... I think I assume that about everybody. Oh, see, I don't at all. Like, I approach most people with, like, hey, you're my bro, right? As long as it's one-on-one. Once you're in a group, fuck it. Yeah. No, I'm not. Out the window. Yeah. I just can't. But, like, individual people I tend to like, which is why I think when I get a weird feeling about somebody, I trust it just because it hardly ever happens. Interesting. And I don't... Yeah. So... If I just completely ignore you, that's why. You just decided that you're... Good mm, to know. There's something wrong with you. No, Fascinating. I don't know if that's I want to put but. this to the test. Okay. Introduce me to, like, three good people and a criminal and see if I can... <laughs> but you know what? I'll probably end up liking the Surprise, criminal. Surprise. The criminal's me. <laughs> and me. Oh, well. <laughs> and that's the other thing is I think I've met enough people who've done a lot of bad shit but aren't bad people. Yes. You know? I agree with that. There's a whole different, it's very interesting, people. Yes, I know. I don't know. People, am I right? People, you know? What are you going to do with them? Well, I don't know. Can't live with them? Can't cut their heads off? Uh, we were just, we're, I was just reading to you God's latest tweet about the five stages of global warming. Yes. Climate change, which is what? Denial, anger, acceptance, something or other, and drowning. Yes. So we're all going to die. It's okay. Oh, totally. Yeah. We, I mean, we don't deserve uh, the planet. So I'm, I said that. Who did I say that in front of the other day? And it just like stopped the room. <laughs> oh, where have you watched have pulling yet? Have I watched what? Pulling? No. Oh. What is that? Did you tell you me? You have that? to find it. Yes. Oh, that's right. It, it's it hard doesn't to find. exist. It does, but it's hard to find. But she, somebody tells her, like, she's trying to have a conversation, and somebody says, well, just say the first thing that's on your mind. No. And she's like, killing the puppy across the street. Or something. <laughs> like she just blurts this just horrible thing out, and Holt's like, just. Yeah. Okay, no, never mind. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember where I was, but I was like, oh, whatever. We're all going to die anyways. We don't even deserve the fucking planet. <laughs> just stopped, and I was like. Or, or you could recycle. That's By the cool. way, I'm on this podcast. <laughs> Who wants to listen? <laughs> we do talk about terrible shit all day long. Yeah, I mean. And it's great. And I have one. I have a topic today. What? Ter- we haven't done a topic in so long, I don't even know how to do it anymore. What so this is, is probably a topic? Be super awkward. What is this? That it was in the news a lot lately. I don't know if anybody has heard that we're having some issues with our healthcare system. <sighs> even know what that is <laughs> i have great insurance <laughs> what's healthcare? they give me two thousand dollar pills for thirty dollars it's amazing it's true <laughs> that's part of this that can happen thing. to you well it was so weird because they're talking about you know you read any articles about how high prescription costs are and like they're i have taken up. i have had to take drugs that are like okay well for a round of treatment it's a hundred thousand uh-huh. dollars but you have insurance and you have this coupon and it's going to cost you 50 That's, bucks. Like it was like, a free coupon that I printed from the internet. But I was like, surely this is a scam. And so I pinged my doctor about it. He's like, no, try it. And I was like, yeah. and it worked. And I was like, what? So are they just hoping that some people don't try? Because like, I, 
I mean, I got $958,000 off this treatment. That's awesome. a great <laughs> deal. <laughs> no. I mean, you can't find that kind of a deal anywhere else. No. So it almost makes me think that the prices are not real. You know, that's, yeah. Because Maybe it doesn't cost $2,000 to make these 90 tablets. Well, it doesn't in any other country. So that's fascinating. That I think we're paying for, for we're, we're subsidizing we'll the rest the tab of the planet. The earth. Yeah, it's fine. But you know what? Okay, so I'll, I'm and mind you, people. I actually am going to try to cite sources. Mind it's, you, people. It's been all up in the fucking news lately about not oh, plagiarizing. Yeah. Uh, plagiarism one hundred and one. Right Don't here. do it. Yeah. Everything we say is parody, so we're fucking covered. We may or may not be giving facts, but I actually do have sources. This one. So, but they may or may not be correct. I mean, it's the internet. Who the fuck knows? Everything's correct. They can't. I'm, I didn't go to a library and microfish shit. So <laughs> I'm not looking for David Berkowitz. <laughs> um, Please go on. So there's like about 66% of the bankruptcies that are applied That's like two thirds in this country. Whoa! Science. <laughs> I'm expanding into math. I'm, I'm expanding into math. Go on. Um, <laughs> Personal bankruptcies were tied to medical issues. And says, Two thirds. That's so That's, fucking many. That makes sense. And it's either because the cost is so high or that they're out of work for so long that one way or another they can't pay the bills. Yes. So there's an estimated 530,000 families that go bankrupt each year because of medical issues. Did you ever 530,000. That's a lot. I mean, do people? what do people think is happening as a result of this? It's not like we're not, as a society, going to pay for them somehow. Yeah. Like they're still gonna fucking it's this whole cycle what did of emergency rooms. Watch and shit. about medical device implants. I don't the know. Bleeding I wasn't edge. Here. <laughs> you were here in spirit. Uh, <laughs> it's a documentary on Netflix. Okay, I think Netflix, maybe HBO. Uh, it's called The Bleeding Edge, and it's about how little like FDA approval or like attention is even given to the approval of medical devices. It's a whole different thing, yeah. And how they can just like ruin your life. And there's this whole big, huge thing about this vaginal mesh. So they talk oh, about yes. vaginas, guys, if you're into that. Um, Do they show any pictures? No. Because when you go to When like, your uterus falls out while you're peeing? No. They the didn't plastic surgery disasters where they show the women who tried to get designer vaginas and they no, got Oh, you they haven't showed seen. That. Oh yeah, they do. And no. it's fucking tragic. Yes. Like, wow, don't you wish you were just happy with your actual body the first time around after I really just want to zoom fast forward a thousand years and be like look back and be like, No, and they used to do surgery on their vaginas to make them more aesthetically pleasing. For the time. Like, what? I know. Are we going to look like Who really that... cares about that? Like, who are you doing that for? I, d I don't know. Porn? But that's just... But they're mostly Porn's not. ruining it. <gasps> Did you see that thing about deep fakes with Bill Hader? Oh, yes. Freaky. All I can say is, I, as a woman, I'm very excited about the prospect of actually having attractive guys, i.e. Jason Momoa at all, uh, <laughs> in porn, because they can just deep. Because no one cares. About, yeah, because celebrity deep fake porn is all over the place. I've heard, I've heard, I've heard. Um, mm. and but it's all chicks so far. Of course, oh, of course. Because I wonder who the major market. Well, it's I mean, funny not that women don't watch it, but I have a feeling that men tend to drive that industry. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, but it's interesting to see who 
are the most commonly faked celebrities because I feel like it tells you a lot about the uh, audience. Like Kaylee Cuoco. Why is she on there? Oh, Big Bang Theory? Oh my God, that's hilarious. So it's those fucking dweebos. And I know that's our audience too. So she is didn't it? really oh. mean dweebo. She I meant, I meant cool You guys. people with questionable taste in TV. I mean, no. Big Bang Theory just said yourself You know, I was down south not too long ago at a friend's house and she was talking about how great Big Bang Theory was. And I was like, why do people like this show? I, I don't, don't understand. understand. And there was another show I tried to watch because somebody was telling me how uh, funny it was. And I'm like, How I Met Your Mother? That was the one that always got ah. me where people were like, oh, it's great, Barney. And I was like, oh, really? You didn't see that joke coming? No. I'm superior. so I'm bad. So. I don't like that laugh tracky every two seconds. There's like this stage comment. Because I'll watch a blooper for any show. I'm a blooper fucking drug addict. I'm a blooper addict. I'll say it. Um and so I'll watch bloopers. She goes even, to BA. Even, I do. <laughs> even for shows that I fucking hate, like uh, Big Bang Theory. And I'll watch the bloopers. And I'm just like, you guys have senses of humor. Like, you right. laugh. So I, Like, Jim Parsons seems like a legitimately funny person. But then I watch, like, even just the script that they fuck up. And I'm like, oh, that's horrific. It's really bad. You know what else is really bad? Uh, so many things. So many things are really bad. Including the fact that because insurance is so fucked up in this country mm. that a lot of people either have inadequate insurance or they don't have insurance at all. So what happens is they don't go to the doctor when something first comes on. Yes. Or they don't take medications that they should be taking. And so then they end up in the emergency room and it costs 15 million thousand times more. I know. Because they didn't do the preventative care in the first place because they didn't have the insurance to cut. I mean, this whole system is so fucked up. Yeah. So it's really hitting hard in rural area, rural, rural areas. Great word. Um, patients who visit rural emergency rooms are defaulting on their bills at higher rates than anywhere else. Uh, and a whole bunch of hospitals in rural areas have already closed down. They're shuttering or they're going bankrupt um, because people aren't paying their bills. They can't afford to keep going, blah, blah, blah. Um, there's more than a hundred have closed in the last 10 years and there's hundreds more on the brink of bankruptcy. And it's so because it's rural already that spreads out the, you know, the audience, the audience, the Funny. population or whatever, right. for the ones that remain. Um, and so, but what about, but are, are people covering even like the real costs of things? Like which came first? Okay, so the $30 the thing. aspirin or there's no fucking way to tell what the real cost is. It's fucking nuts because like, so they say in rural hospitals, you know, it's really expensive us for us to operate because we have these smaller populations, but we have to pay doctors more because we're asking them to come live in these fucking places. And oh. so they, so it's like they, they come up with all these reasons and then like nobody can afford to pay their bills, but Medicare isn't covering the, the divide or the, the gap. And insurance and healthcare costs keep rising because partly because equipment keeps getting more yeah, specialized. I don't understand. Surgeries keep getting more specialized. Medications keep getting more specialized. Everything's getting this super high specialty. Right. But that costs a lot of money because the smaller population you're getting making something happen for, the more it costs. Like there's, it's just because. If you're going to make a medicine, an orphan drug is what they call them, right? Mm -hmm. it, there's no fucking money in it. Because if only 15 out of every 100,000 people need to take it, or I mean, I don't know what a sure, logical sure. Yeah, yeah. is, but 
you, you can't sell enough of it to make money. So you have to make it super fucking expensive or it has to be paid for by the government or something else to even make it viable for any drug company to use it. Yes. And so they're saying that um, they they just these rural hospitals are having a especially hard time because they're having to have all of the services right. and the doctors and the nurses and the staff, but they don't have the big populations to actually use all the stuff all the time. Mm. And so it's like, this just this crazy weird thing. So some of the, um, there's a, Wa a WAPO article. Here's my citing my sources. Yeah. Yeah. By Ellie, Eli, Eli, probably Eli Saslow. Good start. You know, when you read, you don't know. Do you want me to spell it out for you? <laughs> um, but so these were some of the costs. So they were charging $75 for a surgical mask, $11 for a cleaning wipe. Yes, yeah, see. 23 bucks for two aspirin, uh, $592 for a strep throat culture, and $838 for a pregnancy test. They charged about $800 to spend 40 seconds with a doctor. Yeah. And two hundred and eleven dollars for an oxygen sensor that was on sale at Walmart for sixteen dollars. Yes, I know. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I you've absolutely lost me as far as understanding how this works. Yeah. So and then so this I just thought this was so this was such a great exchange that he quotes in the article. So it says, an IV push, if I understand it. That's the act of sticking the needle in that little port and then squeezing it, right? And the Billy manager says yes. And he goes, so that takes about five seconds, right? And she says, or he says, yes. And then he goes, so you, you, the hospital, think that act alone, not counting the drugs inside the IV, which costs thousands of dollars more, that act alone is worth $365? Yes, she said. <laughs> to, to, you don't even have to find the vein. You're just Stab sticking it in a port. Nice. And it's not the drugs. It's just the act of doing $365. So a whole bunch of them are closed. Um, but not only are the rural hospitals losing money, a lot of the big hospitals are too. Uh, and it's not because they're lacking in revenue or that competition is driving down costs or that there's less medical care needed. It's... In fact, well, there's they say there's a whole bunch of different reasons, but it's, I think it mean, my sense was reading all of this stuff was that it's because they're treating it like a business uh, yeah. and they're trying to like make profit off of things and it's just not a regular business. You can't no. do that because you can't raise prices on something that people are going to need either way. And you pretty much have to give them either way. Like, yes, it just it it doesn't work. So, um, in fact, they're they're like, you know, chronic illness accounts for about three quarters of the American healthcare. care. That's 75 percent, everyone. Oh, wow. There she goes <laughs> with her mask again. Um, they say so. Forbes was saying that. uh Hospital costs are on the rise because of expensive medical equipment. We talked about this. Highly paid specialists, um, highly complex procedures that don't have, like, they can go now and, like, redo all your insides, and it takes them <laughs> 38 fun. hours of surgery. Yes. But there's only so much they can charge you for that. So they can do it, and you'll get mad at them if they don't try to save your life to do and do it. True. But there's a diminishing return on saving people at some point. And doing some of the, I mean, it it sucks, but it's true. Like we're no, keeping people alive through things absolutely that absolutely should not be alive. Fifty years ago, they never would have lived through. Nope. So people are living longer, needing more medical care, needing more surgeries, and there's just no way to keep it up. 
We yeah, can't. knock it off, science. Yeah, just Quit die advancing. Already. Yeah, <laughs> just let people die. Let nature take its course. No, I mean, it's but that's I mean that's a terrible answer too, right? Like this is why it's fucking worse because I don't. I was reading all this and was like, yeah, I have no idea how they're gonna fix this nope. shit. This is a terrible situation. Seriously. Yeah. Um, so, but because of all these massive inefficiencies in the way they deliver care and the lack of insurance, it's just causing people to go to emergency rooms, which nice. costs a bajillion times more yeah. than it would be if they just went to the doctor and got cough syrup in the beginning right like it's just crazy and it's just this endless cycle guess, and yeah. they actually call it now there was an uh, an article that i was just reading that was they call Cited. it like the follow-up visit yeah i i do i will in the notes but oh, it's yeah. it's called the follow-up visit and the follow-up visit is when you go to court with your fucking bills because you can't afford to pay nice. and that's actually a thing now and that's what they call it it's the follow-up visit Bonkers. when you go to argue about your bill yeah, no, I've gotten bills from my insurance company where I'm like, oh, not, that's not real at no, all. No, there's no way. I mean, like, it's just crazy. Totally crazy. Yeah, I don't want to see um, it. Yeah, and Medicare isn't keeping up, and the government funding and subsidies aren't keeping up with the with how much care is costing versus what people are able to pay. Um, and so hospitals have, like, one of the tactics they've taken is to try to consolidate to diminish competition and make it so that they have, like, this automatic, so they're buying, like, medical practices. Okay. So they have this automatic funnel from those doctors to their hospitals so that services have to go there. But they've, you know, while they've done that, that hasn't really helped them actually make more money because they're paying these exorbitant mm -hmm. prices for these medical practices. And insurance companies have done an even better job of consolidation than healthcare. So they're kind of battling over who has more power in the industry. At least that's what it seemed like to me. Um, so there's four insurance companies now that own 83% of the market. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, I mean, talk about bargaining power. Like, and there's all many, so many weird rules about where they can provide coverage and where can't they, they can't. Can't they just like reset everything cross then? State they're lines. all in charge. I don't understand the but world. There's, well, so there's a couple other things about what they're doing about this. And one of them is lobbyists. Oh. And tons and tons of money that they funnel into getting to keep their way Fucking with how things work. Dicks. Um, but then there was this, like, this other article from NBC. See how good I'm doing? doing you are. Right. I mean, it's yeah. like. Don't expect this to happen again. Like being people. in a medical journal. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to write a paper after this. And yeah. Submit it to Stanford. <laughs> she accidentally got her PhD. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> She had to defend her thesis I, I, on the yes. air. <laughs> on the I air. I saw some gaps in live. the research, and this is what I'm going to do. <laughs> I love uh, it. So there are nonprofit hospitals have report, reported $21 billion in profit. Uh, that seems like a lot. It seems like a non a possible if you're a nonprofit to mm -hmm. report $21 billion in profit. Like I feel like $100 if you're a nonprofit is... <laughs> Yeah, you're not really supposed to make money. But it's all from Wall Street investments. It's not from people paying their bills. It's from... Well, then we don't need people to pay their bills. Well, you would think. But apparently hospitals are not just rated on quality of care. They're also rated on profitability. What? So fucking... This is what I mean. Like, they, they treat it like it's a business. No. And it can't yeah. be... I just don't see how it works to operate it the same way. Like, what uh, business could they model it after that would even work? I think the fire department. Oh. It's an emergency service that everybody's going to need. Yeah. And so we don't get charged for the fire engine coming to put the fire out. I don't think. I don't know. I've never had a house know. fire. But I'm, something, some public service like that. Interesting. I mean, that kind of tells you where I'm. Yeah, because no one really, like, like gets mad at the end of their life. Like, my house never even burned down. 
<laughs> I paid all that money to right. fucking fire department. Yeah. So I kind of get the idea of, of just cover. Cut, just cover everybody. We're paying for them anyway. Yeah. You're just yes. think you don't have to because you're not seeing a line item in your taxes, but you are. You're paying for them anyway. Yes. Um. So they're so they they say that about one third are are breaking like the zero. They're above zero in their profitability. A third are at about zero, and a third are below. Which leaves us like 0.001% that who knows what the fuck's happening. <clears throat> That's math too, people. That's a lot. Three thirds. Yeah. Do make a hundred thirty. And isn't it like 999.99999? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, it's all fucked up. And uh, because people are living longer, more people are getting chronic illness, so more people need drugs. Yeah. Stupid. And so these super expensive drugs uh, are not only just being developed but they're like hiking the prices on fucking everything right which has been in the news a ton sure so from this since the beginning of 2019 there's been at least 3400 drugs that have increased in cost and price hikes average about 10.5 percent which is five times the rise of inflation so there's like no it's not for r d it's drugs that already exist um and that they're just jacking them up super high this comes from cbs by the way oh noted uh 41 drugs have increased in cost over 100 percent uh including there's a version of prozac that has surged 879 percent in cost who the fuck's still on prozac a topical well apparently nobody because they can't afford 879 (laughs) percent increase in cost which is maybe why they increased it because they're only doing four prescriptions a year i don't know yeah uh, it's not huge anymore. There's a topical steroid that has increased 381%. Ooh. And this is this year. Like, they just, it went from this Ooh. price to boom. Uh, codeine. Nice. 326%. And ADHD fun. treatment that rose 118%. And then there's fucking insulin, which everyone is talking about. What's going on with that? I've I seen all over the interwebs. People are dying. There's no good reason for it to be raising in price. None. It's been around for a hundred fucking years. Yeah. Um, and it has doubled in price in the last And I feel like years, it's pretty much least. proven itself to be like a helpful thing. So they say <laughs> oh that, so one of the things, I have a whole list of things that, um, how they're cornering the market and just screwing people. But because it's not a compound, it's not a pharmaceutical, it's a biosimilar. So there, oh, yeah. there's a different way of um, developing it, which apparently makes it very difficult to have patents expire because they can modify it or i don't know i don't know what the oh, fuck but it's oh. somehow the biosimilar thing makes it harder to patent or harder to someone out there knows exactly what you're talking yeah. about and is losing their shit that you're not getting it out i know well it's, <laughs> it's basically it's a um no it'd be like if like our favorite podcast was like and then she's trying to show jump and it's three strides out and <laughs> okay. we're like ah! <laughs> That's yeah, what people talk that's about. That's true. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's exactly what happens. Uh, so, do, 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 where was I? I lost my place. Oh, in my I notes. did it oh. for you. So, what they say is because this, like, insulin is basically being held hostage by a combination of shareholder pressure to increase profits, plus what they call an inelastic market. And an inelastic Ooh. market is an, a market that is going to need what you have to sell no matter what happens. So Aww. that's nice. So you could basically pretty flexible. You could do whatever you want with the prices and people are still going to have to buy it, which is lovely. Thought. Yeah. But, uh, Go pharmaceutical company. Yeah. There's only three pharmaceutical companies that have, that make it. 
and they have all the patent coverage on it. And they Gilead. do a lot to protect. No, it's not Gilead. It's uh, Sanofi. I don't remember the. I don't think I wrote it down. Um, Sanofi's one of them, and then there's two other ones. Eli Facebook Lilly, randomly asked me to do a survey, and I was like, oh, okay. And it was like, name five companies that you know to be bad. And Google. I was like, whoa. Facebook. <laughs> no, I want to work there. I would oh. never say that. You want to work at Facebook or Google? Either. Oh. Fucking, yeah, perk me up, baby. Oh, stocks on my soul. It's fine. <laughs> um, free dry cleaning? What? Oh, just. I don't even own anything that requires dry cleaning. I have 400 t-shirts. Will you dry clean those for me? (laughs) Thank you. Um, No, I said Gilead for you. Oh, thank you. And, oh, I said obviously Trump. Anything Trump. His brand. Why did I think Gilead was bad? I don't Uh, even remember. Because you hate the Sacklers. Isn't that Gilead? No. Oh. That's Purdue. (laughs) <laughs> all big pharma gilead is actually kind of cool because i mean their their drugs are really expensive but they're the ones who are really trying to find cures for H- hiv and hepatitis I... and dear facebook hey mark zuckerberg i take back my survey <laughs> please and thank you so and then trump, i was gonna say oh, monsanto and then i was like i don't even know why i think monsanto is bad well baxter bought monsanto i don't even know who that is baxter makes aspirin they're the ones who marketed heroin originally baxter Oh, bless them. There's uh Oh, no, I'm sorry. That was Bayer. Oh, that my God, Bayer. Patty. So, I'm filling right. out surveys wrong because of you. Yeah, I would say the, the five evil. I just want it to be Google. like China, the country. <laughs> sorry, everyone. That's kind of a Sorry, Chinese listeners. Uh, Google, I think, is the number one baddie. Really? At this point, the way that they're dealing with data is kind of scary. And Facebook, for sure, because they're pretty shady on how they're dealing with data. I was trying to think of companies that are shitty to animals. Turns out I... Apple is probably one of the least shady. Really? Yeah, because they're super protective of their consumer data. They uh, won't sell it. They won't. Oh, they... I didn't know that was how we were rating things. Well, it's I could get basically, t-shirts. well, yeah, I know. But the thing is, is that they're selling your data and you're, I mean, you're getting the benefit of the services, but you don't really know all the things that they're doing with that data and it, like down the line it could be really bad for people yeah i really want to be here for that episode of our lives where like i'm sitting here very flippantly being like what are they gonna do with it <laughs> and then fast forward 50 years where i'm like oh no you can't get insurance because you were looking up yeah like my friend heidi watched um what's the there's a new documentary it's like the something about identities or the heist or the something it's going to drive me crazy. Heidi, call us. What is it? Yeah. <laughs> Telepathy. Call me right now. Um, no, but she's like, I'm deleting my Facebook. I'm deleting everything. I'm deleting. And I'm like, oh, wait, why? And she's like, because they're taking all of our data. And I was like, okay, but for what? I don't understand. So like, there's like really interesting things that they talk about. Like, so the haptics on a phone, their yeah. ability to... To, to sense things around them mm-hmm. right and your your actual your last company did a lot around physicality and the way and i've got a product that's what it will be about exactly so they're saying okay yeah that's great so it can it can know where you are in space and all of that stuff right. but at some point it will also be able to sense when your hand starts to tremor okay and it will be able to send that data like hey you know this person might be prone to parkinson's in five years and then all of a sudden your insurance rates go up. Well, that's... Because they're selling data and they're yeah. recognizing these patterns and things. And that it can actually really affect the way you're able to live. 
down the line. Like it's just it, it's it's just very interesting how they're doing. Right now, there's so much fucking data that there's no way to process yeah. it all. But they'll solve that problem. But yeah, because to me, that's still like that still comes down to like a human decision though that is saying we're gonna raise this person's insurance for sure well humans are the end okay so can we just say the human race is the worst corporation of all oh yeah <laughs> obviously humans dot ink bucket <laughs> get rid of it send it off the planet Definitely not an it's ORG. done nothing but distract things no it Take really the things we love we can't have nice things we can't we're incapable uh, I'm sorry. That was a bit of an interruption. Real, <laughs> real big aside. <laughs> but so, okay. So three companies control 90% of the insulin market. SeaWorld. That was the one. Oh, yes, for sure. 100%. Sorry, go on. Thank that you. was a good one. Uh, there's no generic. There's patent loopholes that keep the market cornered based on the biosimilar thing. Lobbying, mm. price fixing, a thing they call pay for delay. So basically... Let's say Sanofi. I'm sorry, Sanofi, if you're not actually one of these three companies, but yeah, I think you are. I feel listening. Uh, <laughs> Send me some samples. Yeah. No, I don't know if they have anything here. But let's say they um, they have the whole Canadian market. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, like, Eli Lilly is going to get in on the, the oh, insulin action no. in Canada. They'll say, hey, do not sell your insulin here. We'll give you 2% of every sale we make and promise us you won't sell it for 10 years. So. Wow. Yeah, so they manage, they just jack up the price a little. They pay off Snowfee. They're still making more. Like, it's this weird fucking thing that they call Fuck it pay for delay. That. Yeah, so they um, they manage to just close. There's, like, just no way for anybody else to get in. And they can manipulate the market like humans crazy. absolutely the worst? The worst. I don't know. I don't know why we're not, we're just the worst. Uh, I like to believe that people aren't fucking clowns. You would like. Um, but so not only is they, they're just raising the price of insulin and they're keeping a corner on the market, diabetes is on the rise. Mm. So there was about 10 million people who are diabetic 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Now there's 30 million people that are diabetic. Mm. And there's another 89 million that are pre-diabetic. So they're mm. on their way. Uh, so it's not looking good for <laughs> diabetics sure unless somebody does like something it. to this fucking market because it's clearly not an expensive thing to make. Oh, and the other thing is they say, well... We, we charge a lot for these new medicines because they're funding the next round of medicines, okay. right? Like that's where the mm-hmm. R&D money is going. So there's about 17% of their annual spend is on R&D. Ah, that's not much. Not much because that's under 20. It turns out that places like UCSF and other medical schools and, and um, schools that are heavy on science are doing a lot of that research under federal grants and under phd programs Mm. and all of that stuff so they're getting all of that they buy those those ideas from the school or there's like a you know the school will spin off and get patents and they'll buy the patents and then they'll take those things over so Mm. a lot of those those discoveries are already being partially federally funded by our tax dollars and then they just turn around and charge us again Though my husband, who had been in this business for a long time in, in um, drug development and bio, mm-hmm. well, so it, it is incredibly expensive to develop a new drug. Oh, man, sure. It's crazy amounts of, you know, ye- years of scientist time figuring things out. And then once you actually have a product to actually commercially developing it, you basically have to build an entire facility to do it. Be- and nice then it has the FDA. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's really, really expensive, but not forever. Yeah. And it's just kind of 
Like it's it's another one of those aspects of healthcare where I'm like, we fucking should be able to do a better job than what we're doing. Like we're smarter than this. Yes. We started all these these the way things are run when there was so few of us. Yeah. That it's just totally unsustainable. And the fact that we've been unable to like stop and check and go, oh wait, this isn't working for the majority of people. Right. But you know what? It's working for four people who are on the board of Purdue Pharma. So we're just mm. going to keep everything the way it is because they just bought us a library at the fucking Seriously. congressional whatever. Does money anyway. have to be everything? Well, no. It's just, so that w- it was very interesting. That's why I think Andrew Yang is really interesting. I would not, you know, I'm, I'm not voting for him or anything. But his whole his whole shtick is, you know, we have to start measuring success by something other than money and production. And this whole country has been built on production, right? Mm -hmm. Like how much can we manufacture and how much can we sell? And he's like, but the suicide rates are going up and infant mortality is going up and people are miserable. Everybody's on medication. There's mass shootings every other week or every week or every weekend, whatever. So clearly that is not a good gauge of success. Like Mm -hmm. we need to redefine what success looks like. It's not about money. It's not about how much stuff you have there's there's something else that we're not catching yeah. and it's so weird because we're so locked into this one way of being here it's uh it's fucking deep it's oh man that's interesting that's all really these interesting. problems we have that are just i don't see how we're gonna solve them you guys can we just go move to fucking lolita island and start a compound and i mean lock everybody else out it seems it's, like it's pretty well it, equipped yeah it's fucking bonkers <laughs> It's bonkers because it's such a huge system. And then, like, if you do, like, what Bernie wants to do, which is, you know, wipe out the insurance system altogether and just have it all be Medicare, there's, like, a gajillion people that work in insurance that are no longer going to have jobs. So, like, what do we do with them? Right. It's, 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 I'm sure he's got, I'm sure Elizabeth Warren has a plan for it. She does. (laughs) She is fucking amazing. She has a plan for everything. But, yeah, it's just, it's such a huge problem. And it's, fucking oh, gnarly it hurts like the, the brain it hurts really the does brain. and it's like oh and then i can just sit over here and be like well i have insurance oh i could true I went i'm to about kaiser. to not have insurance so i went to kaiser one time and i ended up with like four different appointments and didn't have to pay shit and i'm oh, gonna yeah. probably have to pay ten dollar copays for all these different things i'm going to the doctor for and like oh i'm just great and they actually yeah. care and they talk and they're like hey you know what's going on with you and you should I always thought there was just like a weird, obviously like giant discrepancy between having insurance and not having insurance. Obviously, like that's the fucking point of this entire conversation. But like, <laughs> if I'm yes. paying six dollars for a prescription when I'm on insurance, and you want three hundred dollars when I'm not on insurance, like, hmm, what's the actual value of this? It's the, and that, but they said that it's like it's the most opaque industry there is. There's 100%. no way of knowing what the actual market value for anything is. So you go and get an MRI one place and it could be $1,500. Then you go get an MRI somewhere else and it's $12,000. And you're like, what the yes. fuck? Like, you go to Stanford, uh, they pay you. Yeah, if, right? <laughs> if you're an alcoholic that they're studying. Yes. Yeah, that's right. I know. What am I going to spend my brain money your on? Your $100? Your big hundo? $200. $200. I'm sorry. Maybe, maybe get a case of wine. I mean, that's probably what you should do with it. I mean, I'm funding this. St- they're just funding themselves, right. really. They're just making sure you can continue drinking. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know if that should really be their their goal, but whatever. Uh, mm. They're open to non-drinkers, I know, too. I know. They want to know everyone. I can't do it because I'm moving. Oh. 
Yeah, it's interesting that they just expect you to not lie. Like everyone does, I guess. Crazy. Um, That's why they're paying you the $200. They want you to tell the truth. But then, like, My truth could not be bought for $200. I had a test done, I don't know, a while ago. And it's just like when you see what insurance covers, and they're like, oh, but that's not your deductible. So you still owe $3,000 on this. And you're like, ah, fuck. Well, okay, yeah. and you just happen to get it done in December, so you just use up your, dis- your deductible, and then it starts all over again in January. And you're like, motherfuckers. I don't. Like, why? And why is this not taught to us at an earlier age than never being taught? Because everybody would just run mm-hmm. away screaming. Why did I know geometry? Did I need to know that? Circle is you know, pie. they knocked out home ec and all the, like, how to cook and how to sew. Which was and- more I'm getting upset. I know, but what, like, so when I was in sixth grade, I think it was in sixth grade, I might have had to do it even earlier. We had to, we had to do this whole like community thing where you had to have a job and you got a paycheck and you had a bank account and we had little fake checkbooks and we had to pay bills and we had to learn how to balance our checkbook. I know, but like, that's fucking useful. Yes. Because that you have to be, not anymore, but now I just, do I have any money in there? And I look online and then I just go for it and yeah. hope that something doesn't go through that costs a fortune yeah. that somehow put on auto pay and completely forgot about. Welcome to my life. Which happens pretty well, my life too. Oh, it happens. Yes. yes. Um, but yeah, we learned how to do all that shit. I was in private school. Maybe it was a private school thing. I was in public school and we had wood shop. When yeah. I got, when I got I to had eighth wood grade. Shop in public school, but not like fun. How do you pay bills? Because I see that all the time. Why didn't they teach us how to pay bills in school? And I'm like, I learned in sixth grade how to pay bills. Yeah, no. We learned how to take care we of an egg instead tax, of yeah. a child. Fucking taxes, I mean. fucking insurance. It's bananas. Yeah, it's interesting that that's not like just general life skills. I suppose they think that like, hey, your parents are there for some reason. Like They should be teaching you something. And life skills are probably one of them. Uh, I feel like the last like hundred years have proven that not to be true. It is. Well, parents I mean, that started be... in the eighties when parents are like, "Oh, wait, I have kids. What? Huh? What's that? <laughs> I'm sorry. I was I was doing my est class. I right? forgot about. I was a Jane Fonda yoga. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. It's got my jazzercise. I swear exactly. that is really when parents just completely checked out. We're like, but what about me? And just went off on their own. Yes. Hi, man. We did, and then and we back. got to grow up in it, and it was awesome. It was. It was really fun. Uh, what did I watch? The oh, years and years on HBO, and one of the guys on it is like, "Remember when we were growing up, like in the eighties, and like nothing was happening. No, we didn't follow the news. The news was oh, boring. Yeah. It was for old people. Like the Berlin Wall. Fell, all of that nothing. existed, and we just lived our lives without it. He's like, turns out we were just like in a pause in history. Yeah, we were no. just. It's not no, that the Berlin Wall all... came down. I mean, Russia fell up. A lot of shit was but happening. We, you we could just, just live your attention. life without it. Yeah. And now it's like, and I often think that because I'm like, oh my God, am I an adult now that I listen to like political podcasts and things like that? And like, yes. I'm so mature now. And I listen to NPR and I don't mind talk radio when I'm driving. Like, does this mean I'm an adult? And I'm like, no, I don't think it does because... Like, I mean, it. Ju- I think it just happened to coincide with my aging process. That shit just fucking went bananas. And now everybody can tell you about, you know, Elizabeth Warren's, like, tax plan or what Bernie's doing. Like, I didn't know what 
all these people were running for back in the day, you know? Because you didn't care, but your parents did. But did they? Yes. My parents did. I don't know. My parents were very well informed and read newspapers and watched the news and they were adults. And which if we didn't have podcasts and documentaries and I think we just have too many so much information and it's so easy to get. Like I can listen to three hours of news while I'm fucking cleaning my house, washing my car, whatever. And we didn't have that. We had to actually sit down and think about it. But also we were kids, so who the fuck cares? Yeah. I mean but a lot of shit was happening back then. There, Iran Contra was happening. I know. They I mean, all there was a lot of adorable big now. scandals, you know, and and they were big deals back then. And we just only peripherally paid attention because we were getting high and behind the school. True. I mean, that's my. That's what it's I was. It's still doing. the best solution. You know, if if everybody did it, we probably would all be Come much on, better guys. off. Everyone loosen up. Someone give Trump an edible instead of his normal Adderall and just like Jesus. The more people have said that, I'm like, that makes so much sense with the weird sniffing and that like really tense. I mean, let's not talk shit about sniffers so much. Let's not pass all the judgment. You're not the president. Some people just just have a weird mental tick. I think that's what it is. That weird sniffing he does. No, I don't think so because he didn't used to do it when he was younger. Watch interviews with him when he was younger. That's what's weird to me is to watch interviews with him when he was younger. That Completely he was so much more coherent. Yes. Like, I would argue I would rather. And I mean. Where was I going with that? No, where, like, obviously I would rather have, like, the Trump of 20 years ago as president. But. I mean, that's a big thing, I think, to admit. It's like, okay, no, no, no. He actually was coherent at one point and, like, could string a sentence together. And maybe in a different universe, I could have been like, huh, okay. He knows well, what he's talking about. Well, if he did do about. the whole Central Park Five thing and that. But the... I don't know how I'm, I did manage to grow up in a world where, like, I didn't think that he stood for success. I thought that he stood for just phony, yeah. gold-plated. You know why? Because so, you grew up in a world where people really did. You think that's exist. Right. I think so because yeah, I, I was true. surrounded by, you know, in Newport. Actual like, money. Yeah. Well, and I mean, he has actual money, but people were... That kind of glitz and glamour was very like, oh boy. Nouveau yeah. Reef. Yeah. Like just throw in your flip flops and your shorts, man. What the fuck? You That's know? Very like true. don't cover everything in gold. Well, and especially living here where exactly. the most homeless looking guy can be the biggest millionaire. Yeah. I've had to explain that to like friends who come visit from LA. And I'm like, so everyone's gonna look homeless. Uh, <laughs> and they're probably the richest ones. So if you see someone dressed nice, like be a little wary. And, yeah. like, I used to feel that way about, like, going to the airport. I'd be like, well, the more homeless I dress, people might think I'm famous. <laughs> so, I've got that going for me. I always, I mean, I think it's funny when you're down in Newport or whatnot and you're, like, you know, there's somebody that looks like that is wandering by and then they climb into their Bentley and they uh, take off and you're like, hmm, all right. And yet, I feel, very like, laid back, I feel well. like that's how I would be. Yeah. And that's how it kind of is. It's just as much more laid back. Like, you look yeah, like, like a like, homeless person, but your outfit actually costs $2,000. <laughs> Which is also stupid. Which yes. I also, yeah. But it's it's this weird, like, oh, yeah, of course I buy all of this at Bloomingdale's or Neiman Marcus or whatever. But Because I think you just lose, I mean, obviously, these are not new concepts. You just lose sense of, like, what things cost. How you much know, could like, a banana cost, Michael? $10? <laughs> but, I mean, it's like asking Oprah, like, how much does a dozen eggs cost? You 
no she hasn't been wasn't it was it it wasn't trump wasn't it bush that thought something about like you had to something about grocery stores like they didn't know how to grocery shop because they just never had to do it so they're like well that's a weird way for this to work like do i have to i have to give them money like how does this work Oh, yeah. No, I remember reading about fucking one of the Kardashians. I think it was Kylie Kardashian was at, like, the launch of one of her lip glosses. And, like, they rang her up for a purchase. And she was like, what? (laughs) Like, she said, no concept. You're that card in your wallet, Kylie. Yeah, so I always try to think about, like, what is it for me now at, like, this age or this stature of my life that I, how can I possibly, like, equate that to, you know, what that's like. Because it's all, I mean, it's all relative. Again, I realize I'm saying the most trite, cliche things in the whole wide world right now. But, yeah, it's like Starbucks is not expensive. I know I shouldn't buy it every day, but it's not, like, it's crippling. I would say, like, I'm sure I've told this story because it's one of the things that sticks in my mind about the wealth in this area, about this woman at a Christmas party talking about a horse that she'd bought and her husband walked up behind her. And that was how we found out she bought this horse. Yes. And the horse was like two hundred thousand yeah. dollars or something. And the fact that he wouldn't know that two hundred thousand dollars had gone, gone away is like zero. okay, that's a fuck ton of money. But then I think like for me, that would be I bought a pair of shoes. And right. Ian wouldn't notice exactly. necessarily that I'd bought a pair of shoes, but and then like you go down the line even further and it's like, fuck, I went out to eat. Right. And that's the thing that people wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't really affect my bank account. And it just kind of, I mean, the, the change is yeah. obviously like, it's like whatever they measure earthquakes in, it's exponential. Right. 100%. You know, like it's the just, Richter scale. Yeah, Richter scale. Um, thank you. <laughs> yes. No, I fully agree with that. I feel like, and then there's like a Jay-Z quote that's like, you're not, you can't afford something until you can buy it twice. And I was like, oh, interesting. That is interesting. You probably shouldn't buy anything until you can afford to buy it twice. Well, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I don't do that. Deep shit, Jay-Z. I'm like, hey, do I have credit for this? Okay, I'm in. Let's do it. Yeah, that's why I'm constantly (laughs) amazed with friends that are like, oh, I can't afford a trip to Mexico. And I'm like, really? You can't spend imaginary money on a trip to Mexico (laughs) that's going to give you memories to last a lifetime? You know, it's all just a social agreement anyway that we even think that these weird numbers have any monetary value whatsoever. Because they don't. We haven't had our money based on anything real in many, many, many years. I could years. literally die tomorrow and no one will pay for my trip Okay, that I went to Mexico. So what was I filling out? Oh, I was filling out the application for the car loan yesterday. And they're like, okay, ask your nearest relative that doesn't live with you. Yeah. And then they asked for two friends, important? and I'm like, "Why do the, what are they gonna do? Are they gonna call for references? Like, and they're like, no, hey, it's Patty, for, pay you back. It's for the financing company. I'm like, what are they gonna try to what go after my know? mom if I don't pay? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, but my mom hasn't agreed to pay this. Like, she has no obligation. And they're like, the companies will go after it. I'm like, what about what are they gonna go to my Absolutely friends? Because I can guarantee my friends aren't gonna pay for my car if I don't. Like. Yeah, this what am I? The craziest I just have to answer my heard. phone. Yeah, basically, like I can volunteer you to pay my bills if I default on them. Oh, it's bonkers. Which cannot be right. No, that's what I. Obviously, they make enough money in interest from dum dums like me that they're just funding the whole operation. But yeah, I just, I honestly don't understand how. And I mean, I'm drowning in debt. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
But also, I can't imagine living any other way. I mean, who actually, like, spends just what they make? Well, I'll tell you, we we try to. We actually most, I mean, other than, like, we have car payments and stuff, but that's just normal. Right. Like, it's not normal for everybody. But, like, so right now we have a credit card bill, and it's always on our minds, like, we got to pay that off. we got to pay that oh, off. Why, really? do we have, why do we have money on our credit card? That's stupid. You're just throwing away hundreds of dollars every month on interest, yeah. you know? And it's so yeah, it's totally on my mind right now, actually, because I'm like, this is fascinating. Dumb to have this. Yeah, I don't even know what life would look like if I didn't think that like I had credit card payments. I mean, I just want what I want when I want it, so I order it. Mm. <laughs> What's the big deal? I mean, anyway. I'm not white privileged girl living in Northern California. Yo, you just wait until you don't have health insurance and you got to cover all those medications. Yeah, just wait two months till I'm unemployed and just selling oh. my eggs. And plus, are you going to do Cobra? Because Cobra's fucking expensive. Yes. Holy oh. shit, it's No, I remember last time I was unemployed, I think it was like right uh, around when Obamacare came out. And I was like, yeah, my president's going to help me out. No, oh my God, I can't afford that. Who's paying that much? That's rent. What are you talking about? Yeah. My sister buys insurance for her family because she's an independent contractor. That's bananas. And it's ungodly expensive for a family of four. Ungodly. Well, it's even ungodly when you are employed. Like, one of the guys from my work was telling me, like, it's, I mean, still, like, a grand from his paycheck being covered by insurance. You know what's the best thing about my company is they cover 100% of it. They don't cover our co-pays and stuff, but they cover our health insurance 100%. Yeah, ours does on like a certain tier, like the gold tier, not the platinum tier. Ours does, but yeah, it's just if you do the platinum tier, then your copays are higher. No, that's how my they'd be lower. No, not in ours. Like if you go PPO, then you have to pay more. Oh, Uh, Kaiser, uh, I don't. They don't take anything out of my paycheck for Kaiser. Yeah, nothing. No, I downgraded. It's pretty amazing. This, I mean. Last place is probably the worst insurance I've had, but I've been pretty. I mean, Apple and Stanford, and I've been pretty lucky. Little baby company, little baby company. company. They do have good health. Um, what else? That's it. (laughs) That's all I got. I do, though. Uh, I have some closing comments. I'm trying to be much more organized now that we're. I like, see we're having sections and. Hey, we are part of a. Do we want sound effects? We and are stuff part of too? A, No. What happened to your sound effects? <laughs> it has to sound like Pac Man <laughs> when you do it. You got to get the reverb. <laughs> there you go. You guys were getting really. That's me eating high all tech. the things. Uh, 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 uh. Get my mouth. Um. Well, we're part of a network now, so I feel like we have to actually like, oh my God. be a real podcast. That feels weird because then it feels like other people are responsible for our shenanigans, which no, they're upsets not, me. Because they'll boot us to the curb if we ever get in trouble. I, well, I know, but I feel like now we like have kind of parents yeah, that are like, hey, you're dragging the are. whole network down. No, stop it. Stupid I don't tea. think that's the case. I think we're... No, I think we're obviously one of the shining stars. Exactly. Come on. I mean... No offense. Sh- we're high know. on the walk of That's fame right, yeah. on this network. Uh, and on that note, you can join the other millions of people who follow us on Instagram Oh, my and God, Facebook. guys. Number one podcast in late night. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, you'll find us at Just the Worst Pod on Instagram and Facebook. And on Twitter, we're at JTW Pod. Please like, follow, share, whatever. And our content is terrible. It's amazing. 
Uh, you can also support this podcast, and in particular, Valentina, who could really use some money right Guys, now. Guys, I'm homeless, and I've already told you how good I am at budgeting. <laughs> this is her opportunity to segue into if a career you in don't want to throw money at me when I'm so good at being a responsible adult. I mean, I don't know what else will do it. Just They're just to... like, are you serious? She's fucking in there charging everything and not even working. Oh, I'm totally going to give them a dollar. Yeah, do it. Come on, do it. Uh, we are at patreon.com forward slash just the worst pod and you can also support us just by going to podbelly.com and checking out the other podcasts there Uh, following them on Instagram yes you can rate and review us on right now did you know we're at 69 no we're not we're at 70 Uh, now because somebody (gasps) did go in and review us I almost said no one, no more reviews are allowed. I know. (laughs) Unless 100 of you do what I want. Yes. We could be 169, then 269. That's the only way it works. Uh, But yeah, that helps, apparently. Everybody says it helps if you rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. If you have constructive criticism, you can just go ahead and messenger that to us directly. We don't need you to post that where everybody can see it, but we're happy to listen to it. If you really have to. Yeah, I mean, if you really need to. I'd rather hear it somehow. In general. Yeah. Valentina loves constructive criticism, by the way. She gets nervous if people don't give it to her. No, no, no. I think if you don't comment negatively, then you actually don't care. Yeah, it's it's like a a little grandma from my rehab. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little tough love thing I that you. I yeah. need. Because I just want to know, like, why are you turning it off? Why are you just like, eh, her voice is terrible. That or, awful. Well, that content was garbage. Or they're not funny. Yeah. Just tell me that. That's fine. And at the very least, if you can't do any of those other things, you can always just share one episode with a friend. Yeah. Get them to but What's our number one episode? Is it still horse fucking? I don't know if that's our number one episode, but that's the one that people say epitomizes our podcast. Does it? Yes. Oh, then we should just retweet episode that for the rest of our lives. Horseplay. 23. Horseplay. I think. Pew, pew, pew. Do uh, it. Yeah. So we want to give you a lot of options to help support the pod. Uh, I realized when I used to say uh, like and share, subscribe and save. Subscribe and save is from Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> you probably just, don't need to save it. I, you, you definitely don't. Subscribe. That's a service on Amazon <laughs> that has nothing to do with podcasting. It's just how used I am to stay seeing okay. nowhere. We say whatever the fuck we want on this podcast, and that's just how it operates. It's true. It doesn't have to make sense. It doesn't even have to be possible. It doesn't have to be true. That's right. It doesn't right. have to be researched. That's right. It just is what it is. And, and I have one final thing I would like to say. Oh. There's this little company mm-hmm. called Jimmy D's Tees. Mm-hmm. What? And Jimmy D's Tees. Jimmy D's Tees. He makes amazing t-shirts. Oh, did he do the Kith one? He did the Kith <gasps> one. That's good he stuff. did my Rasputin one. Nice. He makes great t-shirts. He's a lovely person to work Jimmy with. Jimmy D's Tees. Jimmy D's Tees. What is so the look website? Him up. Like D-E-E? J- J-I-M-M-Y D-S-T-E-E-S dot com. Jimmy nice. D's Tees. Nice, nice, nice. Go check him out. He has a lot of t-shirts for sale on his own. He also Can you makes do, like, t-shirts one for at a time? people. Well, I think, yeah, I mean, you can order a t-shirt from him. Nice. Um, but, like, he does a bunch of t-shirts for me for so different things. You want to get them printed up? So, yeah. So, he, like, he's doing, like, 10. I don't know if he normally does that few, but he, like, he's fucking amazing to work with. He's super awesome. If you need t-shirts, get them done by him. Oh. Uh, we love Jimmy D. I do want pictures with my uh, pictures. I do want shirts with my picture on them. Oh, I might look into that. <laughs> I mean, well, who doesn't? Who doesn't? Yeah. Hello. And that's it. That's all I got. That was, and that that was is a the most brain full of knowledge. Probably the most 
professional podcast we've put out to date. That we yeah, are yeah. stepping up our game. Clearly. That was but also take every piece of fact with a grain of salt. Yeah, don't actually listen. Again, to we us. research very lightly. Yes. Um, we just want to pique your interest and get you engaged peak. and go in and do your own research and That's then tell peak us what with we did a wrong. Q, everyone. <laughs> peak with a Q. Learn your words. Yeah. And on that note, that's all I got. That's it. That's all. Um, call me. I love you. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>